welcome back to the potty happy may how on earth is it may i don't know how i feel about this quite yet like the fact that we're nearly halfway through 2023 i feel like it's been 2023 forever but then i also feel like it's just new years i feel like i've been in australia forever but then i also feel like i only literally just got here like i just I'm confused and I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that it's May. Also, I think the seasons here are kind of fucking with me a bit because it's getting colder, but it's May. So like I've experienced 22 years of it getting warmer in May and now I'm here and it's getting cooler. And when I say cooler, I mean like it's kind of like an English summer right now. The fact that it's autumn and it's still warmer than it would be in England again still kind of blowing my mind but like the mornings are a bit chillier the evenings are a bit chillier um but the days are still absolutely beautiful and I feel like this has been my favorite like April was probably my favorite month um in Australia weather-wise so far um but it is kind of weird that it's getting cooler and not getting warmer I just can't I don't know it's weird But hi, welcome back to the podcast. Started with a good old-fashioned talk about the weather, as we like to do as English people, if you know, you know. Um, I don't feel like I have a huge amount of stuff to update you on. I moved up the coast for about 10 days or so, and I've just moved back down to my apartment um, up the coast, and I'm honestly so, so happy to be back. It's a lot quieter where I am and I just feel a lot more grounded here Um, and it was nice to have a change of scenery for sure but I'm very much glad to be back in my apartment. So I feel a lot better being back and being settled and just getting back into routine, um, meal prep and getting back into everything. In terms of training, fitness, health, nutrition, all of the things, I have my own gym membership now which is grand um (laughs) I haven't had a gym membership since I've been here simply because I've been going to like classes which has been incredible but I went to the gym by myself and I'm like oh I actually kind of miss just putting my headphones on and taking myself through a session I feel like I went through a bit of a bit of a era of wanting other people to do that for me and now I'm like cool I'm gonna go back on my own for a little bit and just have a really nice balance of the two still go to classes still enjoy classes because I love 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 the social aspect of going to classes but I also really love training on my own and kind of reaching my own goals in the gym so I'm gonna do a little bit of both still very much enjoying Pilates still very much going to my yoga um And that's all with regards to movement, obviously walks daily, just on the beach because I feel like I have to and I absolutely love it. Highlight of the day, every day. Um, So yeah, that's training, that's movement. With regards to nutrition, I guess there's a bit to update on here because things definitely have shifted over the last, I'd say three or so weeks. Um, I anyone who knows me knows I'm always watching like a masterclass or I'm always learning or I'm always watching a TED talk or whatever it is like I just love learning and just getting as much information as possible and learning something new I feel like it elevates me as a mentor but also just I love to learn I've always really really enjoyed learning about new things about different aspects of life and the universe and everything um So one of my beautiful friends ran a workshop about nutrition. 
it was probably like three weeks ago now and her name is Tiles. Um, she's incredible. You can find her on Instagram. I'll pop her Instagram somewhere um, in the show notes. But she ran an entire masterclass on nutrition and on how vitamins and minerals and everything affects like your mental capacity I guess and how your behavior and how just like overall wellness from a very holistic point of view looking at food as the source and it was the most fascinating thing ever like I think I've watched the masterclass like three or four times now and I have just yeah really tried to implement some different things really focusing on like just overall health like gut health working with my cycle so many different things within that to actually just be like the best version of myself and support my body in a way that feels really really good um I've spoken about it a few times before like I've always had a kind of rocky relationship with food and I feel I'm get definitely getting to a place where I just am viewing food very differently, um, which has been very, very refreshing. Um, And also just focusing on actually nourishing my body in a different way has felt really good. I feel a lot more energized. I feel a lot, yeah, happier in my body, Um, just in terms of like gut health and yeah, energy and how I'm structuring things is a little bit different. Um, And it's definitely been very, very refreshing, but yeah, there are so many things that I want to speak to and I'm going to get Tiles on the podcast as well to have a conversation because it, yeah, it's so fascinating and something that you can really, really implement at home and it doesn't have to be as hard as we often make these things. Um, So that has been a really, really amazing shift in my life and I'm excited to just learn more about that kind of thing. In other news, the business is officially a year old now, which is so wild like so wild to think that this time last year I was still sitting in an office having just started my side hustle which turned into a full-time business in six weeks is crazy like crazy and the conversations that I have been having recently with clients and with incredible women in my dms has just been so so cool and being able to support other people who are on the beginning stages of their business journey and I'm just like reliving the excitement of starting a business and those first initial months and those first initial clients and those first initial things that like happen within the first few months of business and being able to support other people on their journey and be like hey this is actually possible because I've done it. It's just so cool. Like so cool. And just seeing other people step into their power and step into things that they are so truly passionate about. It's just incredible to witness. And every single day I wake up and I'm like, I am so fucking grateful for every single woman who is in my world in whatever capacity um and just being able to support people follow what they want to be able to do and actually watch the transformation happen um as a coach as a mentor but also as their friend has just been incredible and there has been such a shift in the conversations that have been going down in my world in whatever capacity it is and actually just you know having people come to you and be like hey is this possible and be like yeah actually it is and then watching them do the work and watching them actually start the business and working through those blocks together energy strategy all of the things that come with business and that make business so incredible 
ah, it's just been such a pleasure to witness and I'm deeply honoured that people can see what I speak to and how I view things and the fact that it supports them and helps them along their journey is just something I'll I'll never get over honestly never get over and yeah I love it I love my job I love my job so much um and the fact that it's been a year of this is just crazy 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 but I absolutely love it I'm actually running a masterclass this week um about the first year of business which I'm so beyond excited about um And yeah, just reliving those kind of initial moments and the things that I struggled with then compared to like the things that are a little tough now or whatever it looks like and actually just being like, oh my gosh, I did that. I did that. It happened and we're here. It's just so cool. So, so cool. I guess off the back of that is what has kind of sparked this conversation that I wanted to have today on the podcast. So I'm going to just go into my little riff my little spiel on what I want to speak to because this is something that has come up a few times recently with clients with people in my dms and actually it's something that I don't feel like is quite spoken about enough um and it's something that so many people experience and not just in a business capacity but just in a life capacity as well um and with so many different aspects and so many different things that come up with life this is something that a lot of people feel and it's it's not really an emotion, it's definitely kind of a state of being, um, but it's something that is very, very present and actually just opening the conversation and being like, hey, you're not alone in this and beginning to dissolve it and beginning to break it down is something that is such an incredible tool and just having that proximity with people who you can have those conversations with and actually like be like, oh, I'm not on my own with this. This is something that other people experience too. Um, it definitely always makes everything seem so much lighter and so much I don't want to say easier to navigate but somewhat easier to navigate um so the topic that I am going to be speaking to today is imposter syndrome and I have actually just googled it and I want to read the google definition to you um so imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills oh my god I felt like I was back in school trying to read that (laughs) it's like the pressure of when you're reading a paragraph in school and you cannot form your words maybe this was just a me thing I could not read out out loud for the life of me um but yeah that is the definition of imposter syndrome and again this is just something that has really been a conversation that I have had in my world a few times and it's a really really interesting thing and I think the majority of people will be able to say they have experienced imposter syndrome in some capacity at some point in their life in one way or another. I definitely have multiple occasions and continue to do so Um, and I just want to open this conversation because I don't feel like it's necessarily spoken about enough especially in business especially in yeah just the workspace all of the things so I would say probably a key time where I really really anchored into the fact that I was experiencing imposter syndrome was after I did my yoga teacher training and actually began to teach yoga um I had been practicing yoga for years before I did my yoga teacher training and then I did my yoga teacher training and then I did go straight into teaching yoga and I was like what 
the fuck am I doing? Like, I felt like such an imposter. I was like, why are these people coming to me? Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Even though I fully well did, um, it was more just the perception that I had created in my mind as to what a yoga teacher should be, what I should be saying, what I was saying, all of the different narratives, all of the different stories. And I'm going to start this entire conversation around imposter syndrome by saying that if you are feeling like an imposter, there is some sort of truth to that. Now, take that with a pinch of salt because I'm going to dive into that a little bit more. But if you're feeling like an imposter, it's because you are in some capacity. Now, with that being said, often I find there is truth to imposter syndrome because you have created your own truth within the moment. You are not living up to an expectation that you have consciously or subconsciously put on yourself and you are not looking like whatever that looks like right so because you are not reaching that expectation you almost gaslight yourself into feeling like an imposter which is your body's way and your brain's way of keeping you safe okay and you might want to listen to that kind of a few times and I'm going to explain it and go a little bit deeper into it but the truth that you are an imposter within that moment is actually a truth that you're creating. It's not everybody's truth. And again, I'll go back to the yoga teacher training. I felt like an imposter because I had put this version of a yoga teacher in my head that was a good yoga teacher, that was the perfect yoga teacher, that did everything right and whatever it was. And because I wasn't necessarily meeting those expectations or meeting that criteria that I had put on myself... I then felt like an imposter, right? Whereas if anyone else from the outside looking in, would they say that I'm an imposter yoga teacher? No, probably not. I've got the qualification. I've done five years of yoga. I'm experienced, whatever it looks like, but it's actually just me in my head making myself an imposter within that given moment. And like with any emotion, when we are feeling a certain way, we can often use it or it's often somewhat convenient to use that emotion for the reason that we're not doing something. And I'll say this with business specifically as well, is like if you are feeling bad or if you're having a bad day or even with the gym, if you're feeling tired, that is a very convenient excuse not to go to the gym, right? And we're naturally gonna pull on whatever is convenient within those moments. So if we're feeling like an imposter and we feel like we can't do it, it's a very good excuse not to do the thing. It's a very good excuse not to actually post about whatever you're doing on Instagram. It's actually a very good excuse not to launch the business because you feel like an imposter and you don't know what you're doing, right? Because as long as we don't know, we actually don't have to do anything. And that's probably something that I would say write down because it's something that's on my notes. (laughs) And I look back to it a few times. If ever I'm having a moment where I'm like, I don't know, I'm like, actually, Grace, what are we doing here? Because... By saying I don't know, I'm actually avoiding doing what I know I should be doing or avoiding an emotion or avoiding something that's coming up. I don't know is a very, very, very good way of avoiding because as long as you don't know, you don't have to do anything because you don't know what you're doing, (laughs) right? And I mean, that's kind of a separate conversation and a deeper conversation to have. 
But it's interesting with imposter syndrome because it's somewhat convenient when we feel like an imposter not to then do the thing. And I get it 100%. It can feel so incredibly crippling. But the biggest thing that I would say with imposter syndrome and actually having experienced it and continue to experience it and it does pop up sometimes is actually just anchoring in truth versus your truth. And there's, they're two very, very different things and neither are right and neither are wrong. But sometimes within a moment where we are feeling emotionally charged, it's actually incredible to just take a step back and look at things objectively. So this is this is kind of what I like to do. And I thought I would share it because I feel like it could potentially help other people who are experiencing something similar. It's actually like have your truth and then have the truth. So I'm going to, again, kind of go back to the teaching example or go to, like, personal training, for example. The truth of it is you have your personal training qualification. The truth of it is you know how to safely spot someone. The truth of it is you know what you're doing, right? That is the truth. And actually, from a qualification point of view, and even from, like, the public's point of view, you are qualified to do what you are doing. There is truth to that. Now, your truth may be that you don't feel like you have enough experience. And whilst that can feel true to you, again, from a qualification standpoint, you're good. You've got the experience, right? But it's because you are creating this version of a personal trainer that you are not quite yet, right? So naturally we are making ourselves feel like we are an imposter because we've set a standard or we've set a vision or we've set something that we are not currently living up to. And whilst I do believe that this is a good thing, I do believe that we should have high standard for ourselves, and I do believe that we should always be learning and always be trying to improve and always be, you know, striving to be that better version of ourselves. But if you're just going to gaslight yourself and make yourself feel like shit because you're not there yet, that is is where the problem comes in and that's where the problem begins to arise. Now obviously within everything that I'm speaking to if you are feeling like an imposter as I've said there is truth to that so if you're speaking to something that you're not fully integrated in or if you're speaking to something that you're actually not qualified to be speaking to then that is probably why you feel like an imposter right because you actually just are not there and you 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 just don't have the knowledge to be speaking to that equally and I think again a bigger a bigger conversation sorry um within the fitness industry there's a very very gray line around nutrition dietetics and what you're actually allowed to speak to as a personal trainer um and what you're actually allowed to advise people from a nutrition standpoint and I've got a few of my clients who are PTs and we've had this conversation before and I'm like if you feel like an imposter or if you feel like you shouldn't be speaking to it it's probably because you shouldn't be speaking to it because you're not qualified we are not here to tell people what to eat we can guide them in a way that feels good and we can guide them in a way that is holistic but we cannot tell them what to eat because that we're not doctors right we're not dietitians we are here to advise um and there's a very very fine line but I would say you know (laughs) and whether you want to acknowledge the fact that you know or you don't want to acknowledge the fact you know is a totally separate conversation but you know when you're speaking to something that you're not fully integrated in and people can feel it as well. Off the back of that I think it's really important to almost look at 
if you are feeling like an imposter or if you are having some sort of imposter syndrome, actually, is your environment having an impact on you or is your environment kind of, I guess, adding to that? And what I mean by that and what I mean by your environment is also the people around you. Are they putting or they projecting their version of something onto you, which is making you feel like an imposter? So then you take on their truth right? Because again, there's always truth. There's always truth to it, whether that's your truth, whether that's someone else's truth, whether it is the truth. Again, very, very different things. But all of them can have an impact because all of them are a projection on where you are. And even if you're projecting onto yourself your truth within that moment, you are then the one (laughs) that's causing the imposter syndrome. And as I've said before, that just sabotages you, right? It really, really sabotages you because it reinforces these feelings of you can't do it. It reinforces these feelings of like, I don't have X, I don't have Y, so that you then actually don't have to do. And again, it becomes somewhat convenient because we then are not doing what we want to do. And there are so many different almost undercurrents that can come with imposter syndrome. And it's actually things like fear of success, actually feeling good enough. You know, there are so many underlying almost mindset shifts that need to happen so that the imposter syndrome becomes less and less and less and just allowing yourself to actually sit with it and actually almost peel and uncover what the undercurrent is when it's coming up because the imposter syndrome is almost like the surface level problem where it's like, okay, what actually is going on here? Is it because I don't trust myself to actually do the thing? Is it because I've un- I've set unrealistic expectations for where I am? Is it because I'm genuinely not qualified and I'm trying to speak to something that I don't know about? Is it because I'm scared? Is it because I'm scared to do the thing, right? So I end up just gaslighting myself. Am I not lifting up to expectations? Have I got this continuous fear that's going on, you know, and actually beginning to tap into where you're falling and why this is happening it's very, very easy to just to just say like, oh, I have imposter syndrome. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's break that down. And actually let's unpeel that. And that can be uncomfortable. So let's avoid doing that. <laughs> right. And then you can just catch yourself avoiding that. And it's like, oh, okay, this is, this is very, very interesting. And I guess once you have more knowledge and more understanding and more even just awareness that it's coming up and that it's there, we can actually begin to use some different almost techniques to overcome it, right? And the one thing that I want to anchor into and the one thing that I want to make very, very clear, please do not ignore imposter syndrome. Please do not ignore it because it is there for a reason and there is something else going on within that moment. So don't ignore it because it's trying to tell you something for whatever reason. And again, it's all about taking that step back. It's about becoming aware. It's about actually, what's the evidence here? What's the evidence here? What's the truth here? What's my truth? What's Doris's truth? What's my mum's truth? And what am I focusing too much energy on? And how can I actually just begin to rebalance myself and coming back to those core values, coming back to who you are, coming back to what you've done, and actually just creating almost this pool of evidence as to why you can do what you want to do, right? And leaning on other people, get out of your head, take that step back, and actually just practice a little bit of compassion with yourself and look at the standards that you're setting 
to yourself within those moments because nine times out of ten it's probably just you setting an unrealistic expectation or you gaslighting yourself so that you don't have to do the thing right put everything into perspective put everything into perspective and actually allow yourself to have the time to put things into perspective and actually sit with yourself I said this to one of my clients the other day I was like when was the last time you actually just sat with yourself and thought about how you were feeling because I bet it was a fucking long time ago right but if you are having these feelings can we actually just make it okay and can we actually just lean into it and see what's going on here so that next time it comes up you don't have to do it again and you actually can put it into perspective and give it the truth that it needs as opposed to just sitting in it because it can feel horrible to feel like an imposter it really can it can feel awful but actually just having the tools and having the time to take a step back, put everything into perspective, look at the truth, look at it objectively and allowing yourself to move through it instead of just trying to avoid it is going to benefit you so much more in the long run. Because for the longer we avoid things, it's always going to boil up, right? It's always going to add up. It's always going to then explode. And then you're just going to have this moment of like, what the fuck am I doing? When actually, if we just dissolve things as they come up, and this is something that I've learned in business, especially over the last year, is like, actually, can I just look at this narrative right now? Because otherwise, it's just going to continue to manifest and it's going to build into something bigger that it actually doesn't have to be. So actually just allowing yourself to have that self-inquiry time and actually just ask yourself and actually just sit with yourself and just be like, hey, what's going on here? And yes, it can be confronting and yes, it can be a little bit like, oh, I don't want to do that. Let's avoid doing that. But hey, what if we actually just did it? And what if we actually just tried it? Because you're never going to get the same outcome if you do something different. So yeah, just something to think about just something to think about (laughs) I feel like that is my rant on imposter syndrome I feel like that covers everything that I wanted to cover um but as I've said my dms are always open come and ask any questions or if you have anything that you want to speak to like definitely message me and we will speak but yeah I hope you enjoyed this episode (laughs) please let me know if you have any topics that you would like me to speak on Um, And I will see you very soon or speak to you very soon in the next episode.